Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 7 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm glad that you're with me, and I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. Remember that you can find this podcast on your favorite podcast hosting site. Just search A Yank on the Footy. You can also reach me at ayankonthefooty at gmail.com, as well as yank underscore on on Twitter and a yank on the footy on Instagram and on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your ideas for future shows. And if you have a story to tell, I would certainly love to hear from you and possibly set up a discussion where we could get you on the air talking about your views on the game that we all love. I think you're in for a treat with this episode. This gentleman is somebody that I had spent a lot of time talking to online as I was getting my podcast up and running. He was very supportive, and he has a wonderful, fun story to tell about footy, a slightly different perspective from one of my earlier interviews because he's an American who's a fan of the game, so we have that in common. So sit back and enjoy my interview here with Episode 7. And I would love it if you would consider sharing my podcast with your friends, especially those who love footy, but also those people who are not fans of the game, because that's one of the goals of this podcast, is to get more people excited about the game of Australian football, because it is such a dynamic game. Sit back and relax, ladies and gents. Well, if you're driving, don't relax too much. But I hope you enjoy Episode 7 of A Yank on the Footy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Episode 7 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm pleased to have with me someone who is arguably the biggest Western Bulldogs fan on the East Coast of the United States. He's originally from Norway, works as a public service employee in Florida. I'm really wondering which weather he likes better. Uh, I'm not sure if he's a big fan of the snow or not. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome Frode Jernhart to the podcast. Frode, thanks for coming on board. Thanks for being patient with me while I had to do a little bit of work on the audio here as we got started. Why don't you tell us oh. a little bit about yourself? Oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, well, yeah, I'm not sure about the snow. Uh, it's fun to plan, but I wouldn't want to work in it, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'll take a, win Winters in Florida are nice, absolutely. The summertime, I'm not so sure about. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, you know, you and I have chatted back and forth kind of ever since I began posting online that I was going to get this podcast up and running. And I, I, I started out, you know, a month or two before it, it went live, you know, and you, you, uh, you and I began chatting about all sorts of different things related to footy and it's been it's great to actually talk to you in person. Um, so oh, what, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What is it that brought you to the United States coming from Norway? Well, um, when I was a kid, my mom, um, met a uh, retired New York City police officer uh, when she was visiting her sister in, in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Um, you know, they got together, and he loved it in Norway, but at that time there was no satellite TV available, and he just could not <laughs> live without American football. He was a huge Jets fan. So uh, we, uh, we moved to New York City when I was 10 years old, and uh, he taught me the rules of American football in, in great detail. And um, I played a few years before moving to Florida, um, I still sometimes wonder what would have happened if my mom had married an Australian instead, though. Maybe I would have played a different <laughs> no. game. 
what what position did you play? Because I, you know, I've seen your picture online. You 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 look like a pretty solid individual. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess you were playing offensive guard. Um, I was too slow to be a, a pulling guard. I was tackle okay. both defense okay. and offense. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was pretty big for my age, but so that meant I played in a bigger age bracket, and okay. I got some. I got some schooling on that too. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, this is a podcast about footy, so we have to we have to dive right in and say, just how in the heck did you discover this game? Because we've all got our stories. Well, footy's pretty much my favorite subject to talk about, so I'm I'm excited about that. Um, um, I guess the first time I ever discovered it was uh, a book that my dad had. He was an avid reader, and he uh, he had this book called Rules of the Game. I still have it, um, although it's pretty much falling apart. I read it so many times as a kid. Uh, the book talks about all these uh, uh, games, different sports from around the world. Um, Australian rules football was in there, and that's I'm almost positive that's the first time I ever heard of this, this footy from down under. Um, then I used to watch uh, a few games at Miller Night uh, on ESPN, just like uh, many other people I did who, who discovered footy. Um, didn't really know you know who the teams were anything like that there was no internet resource to learn that kind of stuff but uh but the only thing i do remember from it uh, were these uh strange lab coats and and, and, <laughs> and goofy hats that the goal umpires wore back then you know they obviously don't wear them anymore yeah the uh the guys in the fedoras in the white lab coats i arguably have to be the best dressed officials in the game and I'll, I, I don't know, I guess I never paid close enough attention. The umpires that were actually on the field, what were they wearing at that time? I don't even remember. I don't either. So somebody, um, somebody I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember the, uh, the, the, it being as uh, different as the, what the goal umpires were. Yeah, somebody, so somebody, was, <laughs> somebody leave me a note on uh, my social media and let me know what the umpires were wearing during that time. I don't think they were all running around in lab coats because that would have looked like a Monty Python episode, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, as you're watching this game really for the first time, what, what, what kind of impressions are you getting from this? Were you hooked immediately? Well, back then, again, you know, I, was, I didn't, you didn't have the resources you do now to like, investigate more you know right, like right. what are these teams you know what, what's going on exactly right um but uh in later 2015 i i kind of stumbled upon something online and uh you know i started watching you know do all these videos about it um it looked pretty awesome so uh, the 2016 season uh was about to start so and um i was actually really happy to learn that they were going to broadcast a few games um, that I would be able to see. Yeah, I've, um, I've loved, I've loved. That's where I, I found it too on FS2. I think was where yeah. I found them. Yep, yep. yep. Um, I've la later expanded my uh, my cable to get more games, but uh, since I've got the uh, the Watch AFL app, you know, I I uh, you know watch every game on there. Yeah, that's. But uh, that's I still what I remember my first. I still remember my my very first game that I ever watched in its entirety. That was the. Swans and Magpies. I remember they're talking about Buddy a lot. I had no idea who that was, but that's... <laughs> and, and now <laughs> but he looked know. pretty good, you know. So. I've I've and... told I've told my kids when I've had a game on in my classroom before school, and and they've seen him. I said, "See him wearing twenty three? He's kind of the LeBron of this game. That's kind of who he is. That's what, maybe why he has that number, and maybe why LeBron has his number. 
Um, very apt. Yeah, very apt. Very, yes. very much so. Yes, it has been a dynamite player for a long time. Now, so your first game you said was the Pies and the Swans. Yep. So, how is it that you ended up being a Bulldogs fan then? What 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 led you down the path to becoming a Bulldogs fan? Well, um, you know the. Right away when I started following the NFL, there were you know some teams I liked and some I didn't. I really wasn't feeling the striped uniforms so much. So you know Collingwood, Hawthorne, North Melbourne, and your Cats were not on top of my list. <laughs> um, but uh, and you know there were so few games being broadcast. You know it was hit and miss. So I only saw a few Bulldogs games during the season in 2016. Okay. Uh, and everybody was, was, was saying they were getting better but had no real chance. They were too young, too injured at the end of the season. They were in seventh place, and no one had ever won the premiership from that low on the finals ladder. Um, but then when the finals began, they, they broadcast every single game, you know, so I was able to kind of follow them. And, right, right up until the goodness. grand final, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they, they uh, you know, they, they first they beat the high-flying Eagles at home. Nobody thought that was going to happen. Uh, then they knocked off the uh, the three-time champion Hawks. Then it ruined their four-peat, you know, of, of premierships. Uh, then they defeated the Giants at home in what's probably the still the greatest game of footy I've ever seen. And they qualified for the grand final. You know, their style of play was faster and fiercer than any other team I'd, I'd ever seen. Um, you know, Liam Pickin, they call him Mr. September. And there's a good reason. He was he was some, just something to behold. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and it had been, you know, 62 years since the last time they won the premiership. You know, that's, that seems ridiculous. So when you, kinda... And when you think about that, when there, you know, there are, today there are 18 teams in the in the competition. But, you know, you, you've added two fairly recently. So you had prior to that 16. Uh, right. Footscray was in there. And, you know, but it was, uh, you know, there was there weren't that many teams to occupy that 62 year span. I, I mean, you would think that, you know, the whole, the old story about, you know, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while would have yeah. applied here. You know, of course I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I, I was at least alive once when the Cleveland Browns won a championship in 64. I'm sure I was in bed. I was a year old at the time, but it happened in my lifetime and I'm not sure if it'll ever happen again. <laughs> They can't get out of their own way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd seen a lot more Swans games during the year, you know, um, mm-hmm. during the seasons. So they were a lot more familiar to me. Um, but, um, you know, somehow the, the doggies, they, they won, you know. And uh, and I was, oh, that was such a romantic story, you know. I was like, right. they really should make a movie about it. Um, and then after, um, you know, this was, you know, I was kind of, you know, happy for him, but not, you know, didn't have my heart in it so much, but uh, the the after the after the the, the victory uh, on the podium, uh, Coach Beveridge gives Bob Murphy his premiership medal, and the the crowd went insane. I mean, just <laughs> like wow, you know. And uh, I, I'm a little embarrassed to say this, but I didn't even know who Bob was back then. Right, right. But the the, re- the reaction was really made me curious. So again, I went back to YouTube and started watching everything I could about the Bulldogs. Uh, I watched a really old documentary called The Year of the Dogs from like 1990, detailing 1996 season, released in 97, I believe. Okay. Um, how these, these these fans would just stick through this, stick with this club through the, the worst, horrible losing game after game, horrible seasons, you know. 
Um, I learned that the club almost folded several times, and it was saved by the courageous acts of a few people and the hard work of a lot of people. I mean, people were literally collecting change on the streets to save this football club wow, that wow. they loved so much. I had no idea and, about uh, that. Yeah, the, they call it the Great uh, Fight Back of 89, and this was like the uh, the 30th anniversary of it, so they had like a special thing this year on it, too. Okay. So. Um, and, you know, just watching all this and, and just – you know, learn more and more about, the, about, about this club and the people and how much it meant to them. I don't know if I've ever loved anything as much as some of these people love this club. Uh, <laughs> it just kind of worked its way into my heart. Uh, you know, and um, actually, I've got the, the red, white, and blue uh, and the, the logo and the team song are, are, in my opinion, probably the best in the whole competition. But it's very subjective, of course. Well, yeah, that was I was listening to another podcast just last night, and they were breaking down their top five um, Guernseys. And uh, I'm, I don't remember who they said. Uh, I don't think I remember who they said was number one. Um, but I don't. I don't remember who they even had in the top five. Quite frankly, I'll have to go back and listen to it again. But I saw one of those, and I just remembered because the Bulldogs won that one. But there's, you know, again, very mm-hmm. subjective. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Was that was that the uh, AFL obsessed? Was that the one? That podcast? Uh, honestly, it's a, it's a, honestly, it's, don't remember. Yeah, there's yeah. a. Uh, a young lady out of New York City that's that's doing a podcast also that I'm going to mention uh, in closing on here, but uh, she had done the top five on there. Um, so you uh, you have done something that that I'm very envious of. You've actually made journeys to Australia, and how many times have you gone since you become a fan to go watch games to interact with with just the whole gamut of things that are going on with the game there? Uh, just the one time. Oh, okay, um, okay. Yeah, uh, it's it, you know initially it it, it 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 was a really vague thought. I'd never thought would happen. Um, you know, I'm I'm a, like I said, I'm a bit bigger than the average person, so flying is definitely not my favorite thing. And a thirty plus hour travel, you know, on planes just didn't seem like something I wanted to do. Um, but slowly, the desire kind of grew, and it eventually became more of like a, a pilgr- pilgrimage that I need to take, if you if you understand. Right, you know right. What I mean, and uh, um, so in June, uh, this last past year of 2019, I finally made the trip. And um, I mean, the flights were no fun, but uh, the two weeks I spent there in Australia were so totally worth it. And like I said, I originally thought of it as a once in a lifetime trip, but right. I just really can't wait to go back. You know? Terrific. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping to get there someday, but uh, you know, you you might have seen uh, the little videos on Instagram. You can probably tell that yeah, I could audition to be Santa Claus. So the whole traveling bit, not something I'd be real excited about as well. Uh, so, so you've made one trip to Australia, and you spent. You said you spent two weeks there. Correct. Yes, okay. Two weeks. And uh, how many? You know, you, you visited the uh, the training grounds, the kennel, which I didn't realize that that was the name for it. I hadn't run across that one before. Um, you know, and I and I mentioned back in the second episode that I I, I argued, you know, being a fifty year U.S. sports fan, if you will, I thought that the the camaraderie, the the relationship between the fans and the players, seemed to be much closer in the AFL. Um, did you find that to be the case as well? Uh, absolutely. Um, but I have to say that when I first arrived at the kennel, um, and, and every club, I think has their own nickname. I know like the bombers have the hanger. Right. Right. One thing. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, the cattery, I'm not, yeah. you know, and 
and whatnot. But uh, when I first arrived at the kennel, um, you know, it was it was almost like this feeling of stepping on hollowed ground. There's a statue outside of E.J. Witten, Mr. Football himself, you know, and it kind of instills a certain reverence before you even enter. And, uh, you know, I was half expecting to be turned away by security guards, but instead these <laughs> these cool glass doors, with, you know, with Bulldog's logo and lettering on it just kind of slide open, and there's a really lovely cafe inside lined with trophy cases and memorabilia, you know. And, and it's called Barker's Cafe, which I think is pretty awesome. And, uh, Makes sense. It's always always full of, of diehard supporters and uh, many of the players often eat breakfast or lunch in there um even more uh coming for coffee as uh, people in melbourne take this beverage extremely seriously they kind of consider themselves much more sophisticated than any other city europe or seattle or anything like that no. uh, when it comes to coffee I, I am and, uh, I am a I am a coffee holic, so you have just confirmed <laughs> you've just confirmed that I need to make this trip. <laughs> yeah, and, um, and I I quickly learned that you know to, to post up next to that, I always grab the table or seat right next to the coffee counter, so that way I could just strike up conversations with many of the players while they waited for their order. You know, oh, that's so, that's a smart move. Yeah, I, it took me ten minutes, but I was like, this is the place to be. You know. Yeah. It, it was it was pretty you know difficult keeping my excitement in check you know here's these these stars from TV you know that uh, right right I, and, and revere you know and then right there you know so and you had done your homework you knew who they were you know you were you weren't like okay I think I know who that guy was I I worked I lived in Augusta Georgia for a couple of years and I worked in the restaurant business and one you know I was there during the Masters and one of the uh, the we had players that would come in all the time Fuzzy Zeller would come in all the time and. Uh, Billy Casper, who won the Masters, I don't remember what year, a couple times back in the 50s or 60s, I believe, he came in and and I and I, you know, asked him how his dinner was as he was leaving. He said, "Well, I said, Mr. Casper, how was your dinner?" He said, "It was great." He says, "You knew who I am?" I said, "Well, your picture's been right behind me for the last two years, so I know exactly who you are." So th- yeah. it's 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 great it, that this sounds like such a a neat event to just you know be able to see them kind of where they're a little bit relaxed. I mean, that had to be. Yeah. That had yeah. but, but but also when I was there, the, you know, that which I didn't realize so much at the time, but it turned out to be a huge benefit was that the, the VFL and the VFLW seasons were also going on. And for these games, they used much smaller capacity stadiums. It almost feels like a high school football game here right, in the right. States. Uh, and um, But as you know, the, the VFL players move up and down from the AFL as needed, you know, due to injuries or performance correct, or correct. what have you. So, um, so I knew almost all the players on the VFL squad, you know, and um, same is true for the VFLW players. And uh, even if they weren't playing, they were just hanging around the, 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 the you know, the field, you know, either coaching or just sitting around, you know, in the stands. And in between quarters at these games, you can actually walk out onto the field and wow. stand right next amongst the players and the coaches and wow. listen in. You know, and, you know, you see them moving the magnets around on the board and telling them, you're doing good, or you need to, you know, get on this guy more. Or, you know, and, and and many of these coaches are former Bulldogs greats, too, you know, exactly. like legendary yeah, players. Sense. Yeah, I mean, I got their, their footy cards, for goodness sake, you know, and there I'm standing <laughs> next to them as they're instructing the next generation. It was, yeah, it was, that, that's very cool. Yeah, I, uh, I did, I mentioned, in, I, I had done a uh, kind of like a, memorabilia trade with a cats fan back in in geelong and i i sent him a binder with about 800 850 
uh, baseball and football cards, a lot of Browns and Indians because he's a Browns and Indians fan, but then also a lot of Major League Baseball and NFL Hall of Famers and such. It was it was kind of a, a labor of love to go through and put this binder together for him to send there. My wife almost killed me when she found out how much it was going to be to mail this box because you know, 14 pound box going to Australia was not cheap. Uh, I know. I yeah. know. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. you, you, can, can I just, can I just tell you real quick, something that no, really absolutely. surprised me though, absolutely more so than even, you know, as much as, as cause it was so awesome meeting the players was meeting these, these, uh, the diehard supporters. I mean, who are there all the time and you know, come to every practice or, you know, go to the, there's, there's their club. They almost live there, you know? And, um, even from, from the documentaries that I mentioned earlier that I right. studied on the doggies, right. uh, I met some of the fans uh, or some of the people in those documentaries. I mean, I might, I, you know, oh, just cool. a lot of, yeah, like within the group, you know, celebrities, you know, so, um, so, I, you know, and I was kind of afraid that I'd be seen as like an outsider, that it didn't belong, you know, some foreign pretender who just jumped on the bandwagon, but it could not have been nicer. And, uh, I was, and I still am, overwhelmed by the welcome I received from these people. I mean, every time I returned to the kennel or went to a stadium or some other event, uh, people would come up and ask me if I was that American they'd seen on, in the in the Facebook uh, Bulldogs groups. And, I was, I was know, just going to ask you about that. Uh. Yeah. I mean, some people they even, like, wanted selfies with me. And, some, <laughs> and a, lot, a lot of them brought presents, you know, uh, pennants and, 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 and uh, banners. And, 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 you know, it just... Uh, amazing i'm just so humbled and at the same time you know elated by their generosity i have uh, you know i if i ever had any doubt that i picked the wrong team but after meeting these people and it, the western Bulldogs really feels like my club now and that's terrific was, you know so happy that, that i made the trip and met these people now when you were you know when you were there you know you first of all when you're you know, when you're out there and you're interact, interacting with the players were they were they surprised to, to see somebody sitting in their cafe that, that does not have an Australian accent and they're wondering, okay, this is a little peculiar here. Who is this gentleman? Um, they... it, it pretty pretty much happened everywhere. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, and I was like, just one or two words out of me and suddenly they knew I, I wasn't from around there. So I guess my American accent's pretty strong. <laughs> That's Yeah, that, that had to be. Yeah, that that's one of the things that I'm. I'm again. What someday when I, I hope to get there, I'm, I'm. You you are doing what I hope to someday be able to do myself. So I'm I'm a little envious of you. Your first game that you went to, um, who were they playing? When you know where were they playing? And just what was it like when you were they were they at the MCG for this game? Well, uh, actually, the doggies play at the uh, at Marvel Stadium. Oh, that's right, they do. Be, yes, yeah, uh, or used to be called Docklands or yeah, Doglands, as we prefer to call it. But yeah, uh, but actually, my first game was uh, round thirteen of twenty nineteen, and uh, it wasn't even a Bulldogs game. You know, I planned my trip around the Bulldog schedule or fixture, as they call it, mm-hmm. and, uh, but I still wanted to see as many games as possible. So my first game in person was actually a Hawks and Bombers match on a Friday night, and the Bulldogs played the day after that. Um, I'd actually walked around the stadium and peeked through the gates the day before. I just couldn't, you know, contain my, my you're curiosity. There, you're there. But, you're excited. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, again, no security shooing me away or anything. I just walked, you know, I just peeked right in, you know. And um, But um, I'd met some uh, Bulldogs, uh, a Bulldog supporter online, 
and uh, her and her sister, who happened to be a Bombers fan, were going to the game, so we decided to go together. So I kind of walked in with friends. Um, uh, my seat was way up high in the ceiling. I mean, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> almost as high as you can get. Uh, and uh, I sat there in my red, white, and blue doggies colors in the sea of brown and gold and red and black, you know, for the yeah. other two teams. And, um, and did, they, did they look at you strangely, or did they like, oh, yeah, he's okay. He's not... He's not going against either one of us here, so we're going to cut him some slack. Um, I got a lot of, hey, aren't you here, here a day early? I got a lot of <laughs> yeah. those questions I, uh, from, from people who work there and other fans. Yeah. I, did, I, did um, the, I did the same kind of thing. at a, uh, I went to a Vikings and Redskins game wearing a Browns jersey and got, <laughs> got a lot of strange looks at that game. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I remember a guy at the bus, uh, the, the tram stop on the street told me, uh, no, nah, mate, you got to change teams. They're no good, you know. And um, <laughs> when we actually made the finals last year, I keep thinking about that guy. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. But um, and, and who, you know who, what? Who was he barracking for? Did he say? He didn't say. I, it, it turns out they don't wear unless it's game day. They they don't seem to wear a lot of their colors around town like Americans do. Wow. So they're a little more reserved then. Which, um, which is really surprising because. You know, I and I, I'm sure the same thing happens with you with the with the Bulldogs and their shop online. I mean, they have hundreds and hundreds of things that they're selling. You know, with the Cats logo on. I'm sure with the Bulls logo on there as well. All sorts of different shirts and the little little accoutrements and knickknacks and that type of thing. That uh, oh, there, there are ton, tons of stuff. And and you know, and there's there are people who who you know <laughs> eat up with it like I am. Who you know who who wear all the everything that you can at any given moment but right, and, right. by and large people were just you know going about their days not thinking about the footy you know when, yeah, when i saw them yeah. on the street so um i gotta tell you that uh, you know the stadium looks huge on tv uh-huh. uh, sitting in the, <laughs> sitting up there looking around it was felt incredibly huge and i was really surprised how cold it gets in there so when you go um dress in layers <laughs> okay okay well uh, yeah, that had to be. Let's see, round thirteen. You were probably that. You were there June, July. Yeah, yeah, June. Yeah, so okay. dead of winter for them. Okay. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. And as the evening went on, it got really cold in there. Um, one thing that uh, I didn't realize that uh, you know what that was pretty unique, but by by going there as as opposed to seeing it on TV was the the running commentary by the fans around you. Um, and it's all filtered through that unique and brutally honest Aussie sense of humor. <laughs> so, um, it, by coincidence, it was actually umpire Razor Ray's 300th game. Okay. But uh, none of the fans that sat around me were too impressed by it. <laughs> so, and, they, yeah. and I could hear, you know, what they were saying. So, you know how I, you hate umpires. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think umpires are going to make any friends at any time. Yeah, it's, even the even the, the even thankless the, job. Yeah. Thing. Even the even the couple that had the proposal out at the middle of the field at one of the games, I, I I'm sure there was somebody up in the stands booing them. Uh, I I saw some <laughs> negative comments on it. I thought it was cute, but I definitely read some. Yes. yes yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there was sure there was somebody that had one too many beers that said, "What are you doing out there? Go somewhere else and do this." But you know, yeah. yeah so so all in all, it was it was very it was it was very. I never felt like I was in you know. In, in, in a dangerous situation or anything like that, right, as rowdy right. as sports fans can get, it was it was all positive, really. So you 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 get to your first Bulldogs game, and I'm assuming, as you said, you worked around their schedule, and you've it sounds like you've done the same thing that, that I have done. I, I I you know you became you became a fan in 2015 2016. Um, 
I'm sure there were several times during the 2017, 2018 season, you sat down with the fixture and said, okay, where can I get the most bang for my buck and go into games? And, and, you know, looking at, looking at kayak and, and tracking how much the flights would cost that type of thing. I, did you, did you make it that far as well to actually look at like what the cost the flights would be? Cause I've done that knowing, knowing full well, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, it was more about, uh, you know, there was, there was bye weeks going on around that time too. Right. So it was more about, you know, just making sure I was in town for two back-to-back bulldogs. Bulldogs games when yeah. they weren't traveling out, out you know, across the, the yeah, country. That was, I've done this. I've done the same thing already. Yeah, <laughs> several that times. That was the, the first consideration. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. So you get you get to the first Bulldogs game and t- tell us, you know, as American fans who've who've only seen it on television, tell us what your experiences were like because I I've I've seen pictures of you. You were down with the cheer squad, if I'm not mistaken. You were yeah, down. Absolutely. You were down um, holding the banner. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's incredible. I was, uh, again, uh, online, um, you know, and uh, I had asked, you know, how do you get to sit with the the cheer squad? And one of the cheer squad uh, members said, well, just, you know, come see us. And if you want to, you know, you can you can uh, help us raise the banner, uh, you know, that they run through out on the field. And uh, you can sit up front, you know, in the front row. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm wow. in. Absolutely. What an honor, you know. Twist my arm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> is this you're not kidding, right? You know, and uh, again, so overwhelmed by the welcome I received from 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 the Bulldogs faithful or Bulldogs family, as I like to call them. Um, yeah, and and I I think it's fair to say that if you had chosen to be a Dockers fan, or I had chosen to be a Magpies fan, or or Swans, or whomever, I'm sure that the people that are passionate about those clubs would be welcoming you or I with, if we were fans of them with open arms as well. I mean, I don't, this isn't exclusive to these two clubs. I think this is, this is just I, I, how they, I, you know, I how they really are. can't speak to that, but I would imagine so. I would yeah. hope so. I w- Absolutely. Yeah. I, I would be shocked if it wasn't. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I would be very surprised yeah. if it wasn't, you know, cause again, everything here is just, you know, my personal experience. Right. You know, right. I see everything through red, white, and blue goggles anymore. There so. you go. There you go. <laughs> so, so you're, but, you're, you're out there, yeah, and I, and I, I like that you made that connection there because I, I actually have become friends on Facebook with with Catman. Um, so awesome, awesome, yeah. So I always maybe, like seeing him in the stands. So yeah. there, maybe yeah. you know, maybe if I do end up going that way, there's there's my contact and say, hey, can you throw me a bone here? Help me out. How do I make this work? <laughs> um, but you, you you're out there. You're now. Did you did you go to the stands first or did you go, you know, for um, warm ups? Well, I went inside and. And then I you know, just uh, you know you meet up with the with the uh, um, with the cheer squad people and they, they sit right behind the goals you know right right uh, away away at the way goals and away games and you know home goal but uh, at the home games of course and then um, um, you know it was just they they give you this frock and they take you out and everything but you know it's just so my mind was just overloaded because uh, the day before I had taken a guided tour of the MCG which was just mm-hmm. amazing, you know. I didn't actually get to see a game there, but I did a very extensive, you know, uh, guided tour. And, uh, you know, and I was actually out on the grass, up in the stands. I was in the Collingwood dressing rooms that I'd seen on TV, in the broadcast booths and everywhere in between. Oh, very cool. But but, but after, and you have to go, under the MCG is the uh, the, uh, the um, 
the sports museum, I think it's called, but in there is the AFL Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And there were so many legendary photos of Bulldog players that I, like E.J. Witten, Chris Grant, uh, you know, John O., Scotty West, to name a few. Um, and I knew them all from collecting the footy cards, you know, like a little kid that I am. Um, <laughs> and then the very next day, who was also part of the cheer squad? Scott West. You know, i just seen his photo at the Hall of Fame. And then now I'm hanging out with him, getting selfies. Outstanding. You know, and, and doing, you know, arts and crafts, basically, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Although a huge banner, right? You know. Yeah. So, um, so so it's you know it's all kind of a blur. <laughs> There's pictures and 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 and, right. and 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 stuff, but I just I just remember trying to real, concentrate really hard on not screwing up, carrying the banner or raising it. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow the field and stands looked even larger from that out there, you know. Um, but then you know the, the the team song started playing, the crowd was yelling and cheering the. The players ran right past me through the banner. Yeah, you know. yeah. I, th- there might have been some fireworks of some kind. I'm not <laughs> sure. Uh, there's just like a lot of blinking lights, and I, th- I thought there was smoke. That's what you know. That might have um, just, just that might have been your yeah. That might have just been your nerves. It might have yeah. been my brain. I don't know. Yeah, just yeah. too much input and emotion all at once. Really, you know, it's just so surreal. Is probably the best word I can come up with. Yeah, it, that was for it. But yeah, I I had jotted down a couple things. Yeah, you know, as far as what your impressions were, was it you know jubilation or a kid in a candy store were you kind of like at a point where you were almost you know moved to tears because this is kind of a you know a a dream come true kind of a moment here that you're having yeah i don't know you know i never actually dreamed that i would do what i was doing so it was you know you know and again i you know it was you know i'm getting to be an old man and, and i'm acting like a little kid you know so it was <laughs> the, the emotional juxtaposition inside myself is a bit much you know but i guess i did okay they asked me to come to the kennel uh, later that week to help them build next week's banner which i was absolutely honored to do and uh, it turned out the banner was for uh, bulldogs captain easton woods 150th game too so that was kind of extra special. outstanding yeah. outstanding now, you know, I, I keep going on about this, and I know it probably sounds like I'm bragging, but actually the following weekend, my uh, my buddy, my mate, as they were called in, in Australia, had actually written the Bulldogs Club uh, about telling him what a huge Bulldogs fan from America I am, and both he and I got to be part of the honor game the following weekend. So once again, you know, out on the field, this time holding a little flag as the, as the team took the field right past me, you know, so... It's just really so much more that happened that I could ever have hoped for when I planned the trip. You know, just every day I started just waking up and every day I was saying, I wonder what kind of amazing thing is going to happen today. And, and there was never a, a, a dull day. Something amazing didn't happen. It's, it is, so. uh, it, it's, it's so impressive to hear all of this. And I, and I, uh, I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm trying not to be envious. I feel like I feel like I'm part of the the that old movie Seven right here because I I'm one of the seven deadly sins here now. But uh, you know it's 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 I'm I'm glad to be able to be talking to you about this because it's it's something that down the road I hope to be able to do and and footy fans from the U.S. I hope they get an opportunity to do it as well. Um, so like like I said, it was it's it's you know it's the doggies have almost become like a religion for me and it was this was pretty much a pilgrimage you know and it, it yeah. had that kind of almost you know that kind of importance t- to me you know so it was just again i'm almost not believing you know re- remembering these things i'm rem- believing all the things that actually happened so yeah so i you you shared with me some some photographs of of your of your gear your bulldogs gear what was the uh what was the first item that you picked up before you went to australia 
Well, first of all, I'd like to thank my wife for letting me decorate the entire house in red, white, and blue. <laughs> so, wow. Because uh, <laughs> it's, it's, de- it's definitely bled out from the office out into the living room and you know, all over the place, you know. So um, I tell her, hey, I could have been a you know, Giants fan. This could all be orange, you know. So. <laughs> oh, I, I was thinking New York Giants. I was thinking we're, it's still red, white, and blue. Okay. Yeah, it could, yeah, it could yeah, be orange, yeah. Greater Western uh, Sydney. Yeah, yes. it's uh, <laughs> So, um, if I had to guess, I think the first thing I ever got was a training jersey from the okay. Bulldogs. Okay. Um, I kind of like the sleeves, you know, the, the, you know, it's just, I don't look real good. <laughs> my the, my muscles aren't what they used to be. So, yeah. you know, with the, I, with the sleeveless, I, yeah. I, I, I definitely get it. I, I have, <laughs> I have one. Um, I haven't, I haven't worn it in public yet. I, I need to lose a few more pounds before I can wear it. But, you know, I, I teach school and we, every once in a while we'll have, our, you know, wear your, you know, the jersey of your favorite team. And I'm going to someday go in there rocking it sleeveless at, at school and just say, there you go, guys. I'm paying, I'm charging full price for the gun show. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely uh, <laughs> tailored for, for the more athletically well, built. Yes. Well, the, 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 the field okay. on field jerseys. Yeah. Look at the bright so. side though. You're not putting on a cat's Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, I guess, I guess horizontal my, stripes. My, yeah. my, my hoops, my hoops are definitely hoops. Uh, yeah. so but when, but, when, but, then, but you know so much more once i discovered uh, the bulldog's shop after i became a member especially you get 10 percent off right right um and uh, uh there's one one sh- set shipping fee so the more you pile on the more you save on shipping basically you know I, so i started just you know buying this shopping for a lot of stuff on the online shop for the bulldogs and then mm-hmm. the footy cards started coming through ebay and uh yeah, I just started collecting those to learn more about the club's long history. Okay. And, uh, um, yeah, yeah I, was, I was getting some, my mailman actually asked me if I had family in Australia. But, uh, <laughs> and like, like you mentioned, I really try not to think about what I've spent on shipping, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah, um, that's true. I, I haven't, I haven't done any of the cards yet. Um, I'm still putting my youngest through college right now. So that, that sort of thing yeah. is, is going to be it's, off in the future. Uh, yeah, it starts small and it just uh, it escalates. You know how it is. <laughs> so, oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Be... I, I got to kind of tell you the uh, when I went over there, uh, the only thing I was specifically looking to buy was uh, a uh, collectible Bulldogs cologne bottle that I'd seen advertised. Um, they care wow. what it smelled like, but it was basically a little glass bottle that had um, the the Guernsey draped over the top of it okay you know, okay the, so the bottle kind of looked like a little torso with this, this, this okay. uh, uniform on it and you know they had all these different teams uh, right. and i actually had to go to three or four different stores to find one where i finally found the bulldogs but uh, so how how was the cologne i still wear it you know okay. I, I, it probably smells better because it's bulldogs than, than well, what it really does you but you know <laughs> Uh, I did bring a uh, second suitcase with me. I actually packed one suitcase inside the other going over there because mm-hmm. I really anticipated um, doing quite a bit of shopping at the kennel. And uh, good thing I... uh, they were both really full on the trip home and I even had to leave you know, a pair of boots behind <laughs> just to make it under the weight. I did so. that uh, I did that same kind of thing in high school. We went on a, uh, a trip with my German class to Germany, and this was in 1980, so this would never be allowed today. I took along one of those little nylon, you know, like little um, nylon bags. It could, it's the size of a suitcase, but I put it inside my bag. So on the way home, I put all of my clothes in that. And I was an avid beer can collector when I was a kid. 
I brought back an entire suitcase full of empty beer cans from Germany. Something that oh, I would amazing. I would never be allowed to do today. I would never <laughs> right. get a, I would never get one of them on the plane. But I brought back a whole suitcase of them, and I hope my Germ <laughs> I hope my German teacher is not listening because she would not like to know how they ended up being empty. Uh, <laughs> I think um, we all know. Yes. Uh -huh, yeah. I I probably shouldn't say that being a teacher myself right now. Um, <laughs> So, well, we were all yeah. students at one time, weren't mm, we? So. Yes, I know. And some some of my some of my students are actually listening to this, so I'm sure I will hear about it at school. Um, so, getting back to the whole thing at the stadium, and I, and I've I've seen them advertised, and I you know the I I've, the pictures, and I've I've looked at some of the places online, but you got to tell me tell me about the meat pies. What are they? What what makes them so wonderful? They look great. Never had one before. Uh, it's pretty much, you know, our hamburger or hot dog. It's, it's, it's kind of their thing, you know, that, that's, that's okay. Australian as it gets. Uh, and it makes me so sad that I can't get them in the store here. Um, I was pretty busy at the stadiums when I was at the game, so I didn't really have a whole time to eat a lot at the stadiums. But mm -hmm. I would go to the grocery store, and I lived off of the meat pies in the hotel room or in okay. my little okay. kitchenette. And I think I ate like 18 at least, you know, when I was there. Um, and uh, I, I've, I've learned to make them myself here at home, and they're pretty good. But okay. they'll, they'll, they'll do when the cravings hit. Um, i got to tell you, when I was there, and there's a huge rivalry between Melbourne and Sydney. So I, all my Melbourne friends, I'm sorry, but I'm actually going to talk about something great that happened in Sydney. Um, I, when I was there, I took a short trip um, up to see Buddy play his, I think his 299th game against his old team Hawthorne at the okay. uh, SCG, the Sydney Cricket Ground. Right. And, uh, that, you know, that was awesome. Uh, again, extremely cold. That was an outside game, but extremely cold. But the most memorable thing was going to the legendary um, Harry's Cafe, The Wheels, I think it's called. I'd seen it mentioned on several TV shows before going. And it's what they serve there, it's called The Tiger, The Tiger Pie. And it's basically a flaky meat pie, you know, delicious on its, on its own. And they top it with mashed potatoes, mushy peas, and gravy, and it's just just amazing, amazing to to, to walk around and just delicious. So, so, so it's a little it's a little bit like a shepherd's pie in a way, but it's stacked on top of each other. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, yeah, if you, you can find it on 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 YouTube, I mean, uh, Anthony Bourdain and. Uh, Several other shows have, have have visited that. It's very iconic, and it's full of pictures of famous actors and and, and other people who've who've been, who've been there. It's the place to go in Sydney for a snack. So, um, another Australian staple is the sausage roll, and uh, they're almost as popular as the meat pies, I think. And uh, believe it or not, my favorite ones I got at a Seven Eleven. Wow. I'm sure there's a okay. lot of Australian mothers who would you know beat me about the. Ed Nears for saying that, but uh, I'm sure theirs are better. But just from my personal experience, I was really surprised how good the one at 7-Eleven was. Well, they should have invited you to their house to have one of theirs then. Well, I actually have gotten a lot of invites since then, but yeah. you know, at the time, you know, 7-Eleven was, was where it was that, at. Yeah, that, you, you, do, you, you do what you're accustomed to, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you've, uh, you said that while you were there um you met up with a lot of the players from aflw as well um you know what kind of a reaction did they did you get from them really when they figured out that you had made this pilgrimage as you put it and i think that's a great word for it to actually come watch their game on their grounds i mean was it were they you know because you're, you're you're not 
you're not a celebrity who is going to be hopping on their own private jet or you know a, a first class ticket to you know to to jet off to Australia whenever they want to to go watch a game. You're somebody that had to to work and set aside in order to 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 do this kind of lifelong dream, if you will, or this this pilgrimage. So how did they react to you making that the the choice to come and see them? Well, um, it was actually, you know, we just had short conversations with some of the players I met, you know, from the yeah. AFLW. I remember meeting um, Lauren Spark, uh, Eleanor Brown, Izzy Huntington, Bonnie Toogood, Ellie Blackburn, and uh, Kirsty Lamb. You know, all lovely ladies, you know, and, you know, and uh, I guess they seemed to think it was pretty cool that I'd made the trip, but. Mostly, we, you know, we talked about, oh, you're from America? That's cool. I've been there. I want to go there. And uh, <laughs> uh, But mostly we talked about other things, like uh, and, and depending on who I talk to, you know, right, whatever, right. you know, how's the injury or, or you know, how, how's school, that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just awesome. Fantastic. And you, you got a chance, you know, while you were there with the, the, at the games and that sort of thing, did you, and at you, when you were at the kennel, did you get any kind of an opportunity to – have any kind of deep conversations with any of the the male players, the AFL players as well, or was that and a bit more in passing that type of thing? Um, little of both. I mean, um, again, um, they have what are called open training sessions. Right, they also right. have closed ones, but they have open training where you can basically go and hang out at the fence and watch them train, and then they uh, they basically do a meet and greet after. You know, lots of handshakes and selfies, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I was trying not to push the little kids out of the way in my excitement, you know. But uh, yes, I so you know I, I pretty much saw the entire team in person, you know, as they went mm-hmm. by and shook a lot of their hands. Um, but then again, back inside Barker's Cafe, you know, you know a lot of them would be eating lunch just feet away from me. You know, of course, I never wanted to bother them at this point. You know, I didn't want to be that guy. Right, right. Um, I did. I did talk with you know Chris Grant, uh, Tom Liberatore. Um, hell of a character, Fletcher Roberts, uh, Mitch Wallace. Uh, I had really nice conversation with the Josh Shackey, uh, Hayden Crozier, Ruben William, who's played for the VFL, um, and uh, Toby McLean, and, uh, and I, of course I mentioned Scott West before from the from the cheer squad. Right, right. So I also went to a uh, taping of a footy internet show when I was there that happened to be a Bulldogs uh, episode. Okay. And, uh, and I spent, you know, a couple hours with Bailey Smith and Easton Wood, um, you know, and only, you know, one-on-one conversation, maybe, you know, two or three minutes each. But, uh, right. uh, you know, I'll tell you, they're both are a lot taller in real life. I'm not used to being the shortest one in a photograph, but <laughs> they're, they're big guys. And, I am. Uh, I am. <laughs> But you know, it was just so awesome of them to, to, to give of their time like that, and it was it's such a nice way to, to for the fans to interact. You know, so that was yeah, a lot of fun. I think that that's terrific. So now that you're you've you're back, are you are you are you planning your next trip? Um, thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to do it this year as much as I like to, but yeah. you know, I'm stuck somewhere between you know my bucket list and my bank account. And, right, uh, right, right. It's just. You know, who isn't yeah. really so? No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, now, are you? I, I definitely want to go again. Yeah. yeah, are you keeping in touch with some some people in Australia that you met while you were there? Oh uh, yeah, uh, quite a few actually. Uh, mostly fellow supporters, of course, and 
messaging, messaging can get pretty frantic during live games, but uh, a few players also usually respond to my messages and comments on social media, which you know still pretty awesome every time that happens. Yeah. Um, oh, I also run a uh, little Facebook group called uh, Western Bulldogs International Fans, so that keeps me very contacted to the connected to the club and I see what's going on or at least as connected as I can be, you know, 15 time zones away. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And that, that, yeah, it's, I think it is 15. Yeah. It's uh, it's cause I've, I've been trying to time my releases. So they come out at like three or four o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. So in case somebody, yeah, I'm not sure, to... you know, how you know, daylight yeah. savings time factors into it exactly, right, but right. Uh, it's, 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 it's always a, a strange time to, to, to figure out. So, when you're watching games back home in Florida and you've got the watch AFL app, I think is one of the greatest inventions ever. I, I have sent, pro- I have sent probably a half dozen emails to them directly saying, how come you do not yet have a Roku page or a Roku oh, channel? Smart TV would be awesome. Right? <laughs> that, well, yeah, that'd be great too. Yeah. yeah. Cause you know, I'm running, you know, running it through my uh, Chromecast to my TV and sometimes that will lag on me. But uh, when you sit down to watch a game, I'm sure you probably try to watch as many of them live as you possibly can. Uh, doggies games, almost always. Yeah, okay. I'm usually up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm the same way. Um, do you have Do you have a group of friends that you have brought into as as footy fans there in Florida to watch with you, or are you are you a uh, the Lone Ranger like I am? I, I guess I'm the the, the main uh, herald of it, but uh, you know, and, and, and but uh, yeah, I have a couple of buddies of mine who are, who, uh, who who barrack for the doggies. I know I know we don't say root. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I addressed that. I addressed that last week. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh, you know, we watch a lot of the games together. Um, obviously, when we get together, it's it's a delayed broadcast usually because a lot of times it's you know three or five o'clock in the morning when it's live. Right, so. right. Uh, but they do come over and watch uh, the grand finals with me live, and that starts at midnight usually our time or so. And yes. so that so that takes a bit of dedication. I appreciate them, and they uh, yeah they 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 know the game really well, and and and, and it's a lot more fun in the group for sure. Um, I also have to claim a friend of mine from from school when I lived in New York, and uh, and her husband. Um, she got interested in the NFL after seeing my posts and photos from Australia, and. Uh, I believe he bought actually bought her a Bulldogs international membership for her birthday, so now she oh, can terrific. watch every game on the uh, on the uh, Watch on the AFL app, app also. Yeah, I, uh, they I, obviously don't come over much, but uh, we do sometimes have <laughs> late night watch parties together too. So yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking that I might try to actually do like a uh, a live stream of a of an episode of my podcast watching a game this year just to see how that goes. Um, I'll have oh, to be uh, maybe yeah. maybe try to do that during a you uh, during a, a AFLW game just to try it out initially. Um, so, you know, living in Florida, you know, the game has started to make some some um, entrances into the United States. The USAFL is in a number of places around the country. I know there are a number of teams in Florida, in Jacksonville, in Tampa. I, I there, think that they're up to forty uh, something, forty six, forty seven teams in the, okay. in the states already. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Now, do you, do you both get men chance, and women. Yeah, yeah. Do you get a chance to get out and watch them at all, or? Um, I, I'm actually a, uh, a supporting member of the new Tampa Bay Tiger Sharks, who just uh, okay. basically formed. Uh, 
this year, I think, or end of or last year. And um, I did actually go see him play a bit at the uh, USAFL Nationals that were held in Florida this year, which was uh, just an amazing event. So many teams from all over the country, um, just footy everywhere, you know, mm-hmm. on, on full-size fields. You know? Right. It, and, was, uh, it was fun to watch, but it was... A- it was a little, and I'm going to call out ESPN here, and I apologize for that ESPN, but uh, it would have been nice have, had you bothered to rent a bucket truck to actually put a camera in the air so we right. could actually see the field because having just a camera on the, on the, edge, of the uh, edge of the oval did not do us a whole lot of good in terms of seeing what action was actually going on. Right. Especially on, on a, a field that huge. Exactly, you know? so exactly. I can, I can understand that. Yeah. I mean, I was there, I was just walking, you know, standing again next to the players and, and, and having a great time. And, but I also, while I was there, I also got to meet uh, Mr. American Pie himself, Mason Cox, who plays okay. for Collingwood. Yeah. As, and uh, as well as uh, AFLW All-Star Aaron Phillips, possibly the greatest uh, female uh, footy player ever and uh, also uh danny marshall the first american who ever uh, signed whoever got signed to an aflw contract um to my uh western bulldogs no less so that was Terrific. really a thrill now and she's she's playing yeah she's playing at this point in time then because you had mentioned her earlier that she was going to be over there Yep, yeah. uh, from the photos I've seen, uh, she's yeah. uh, training really hard with. And actually, they just played a game, a practice game against uh, your cats uh, last this weekend. So I haven't so. read up on that. I'll have to see how that went. Um, I believe the first round is uh, in like ne- next two week, weeks, maybe the seventh. Yeah, I think. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yep, that, yeah. The week of the yeah of the seventh and eighth that yep. weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think the cats played around three o'clock in the morning our time. So I'll, I'll be honest, I'm going to watch that one on delay. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to try to stay up. I want to try to stay up. But yeah. We'll see. I, I mean, if, if it's an 11 o'clock game, I can, I can do that. But if it, if it, I, I have a hard time with the, the games that start at two or three. I have, I, I, it just screws up my whole day, especially during yeah. this, oh, yeah. especially during the school year. Yeah. Because I, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm at, I'm at school at six every morning. So, you know, I'll, I'll keep. Keeping I'll down a day much. job and, and and being a footy fan is not the easiest combination. Yeah, sure. like I, like I said, I am I am definitely the lone, the lone ranger, but I I've got I have a couple of coworkers who are interested. I've got one friend who is uh, I'm trying to get to come over to to watch a game. He wants to come over. He's had a couple things that have come up, hasn't been able to make it, and I and I I put out a post online saying, okay, well I'm bringing somebody over to watch their first game. I said, you know, of the last three seasons. What game should they watch? And we kind of came to the consensus that it's probably going to be the the Pies Eagles Grand Final from a couple of years ago, just because that turned out to be a really good game, and you can kind of see the the spectacle of what the game was all about as well. Yeah, and what an ending that yeah. had! Yeah, that was exactly heartbreaking, Ex- exhilaration. Exactly, it was yeah everything. Yeah, it was just yeah pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. Nick Costa, if you're listening to this, I am sorry that I brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so if you're, you know, hopefully there are people who are just thinking about dipping their toe into becoming a footy fan. So if, if they're listening, what, what kind of a message do you have for them or what kind of advice do you have for them regarding becoming a fan of this game? What, sell uh, sell us on the game of footy. Well, first of all, there's always, every time I show the the game to somebody that I always get 
there's two questions or topics that come up and the first first of all it says no it's not rugby yep exactly um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> um secondly uh yes the shorts are well pretty short you know at least compared to soccer and basketball uniforms so those <laughs> always seem to come up but um but seriously if you like any kind of sport at all give this a try you know at first it may seem strange and chaotic and uh but you know it, it's quite easy to follow once you understand the basics uh, probably the most crucial being you know what exactly is a mark and what happens when you when you when you mark the ball you get that and everything else pretty much falls into place um I'd suggest watching a few videos on YouTube to learn the rules. Uh, there's a video called What is AFL that comes to mind. Also, a great one is uh, called NIN, N-I-N-H, I believe. And NIN explains Australian rules football, and that that's just a really great way to learn the rules. Um, that's not one I've heard you, of. Yeah, check it out. I mean, and then if you, um, you know... If you give this a try and you watch a few more videos, you pretty soon you'll see that you know these are some of the greatest athletes in the world, and the game itself is is hard, it's fast and beautiful, at the same time. And but most importantly, it's a lot of fun to watch. So and I, yeah, and it's pretty know. much it's it's pretty much a nonstop game. You know that's one of the things that yeah. that one of the disparities yeah. between the AFL and the NFL is that the NFL stuff happens for three seconds and then there's nothing yep. for forty seconds. And then three and, seconds. And, then, and, and, and it, what I really love is that there's no commercials during the entire quarter to stop the game. There's, there's, and if there's a, like a referee call, the, even you know the goal reviews or, or any calls by the referee, it's extremely fast. And it, it, it seems to happen n- not nearly as often as it does in the NHL. There's, it seems to be more and more yellow flags all the time anymore in the, in the NFL. Yes. So I, I, think they're, um, I think they're getting paid by the flag. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the flow, just the back and forth flow, it's not unlike ice hockey. You know, it's the speed and the intensity and the fierceness of that, obviously on a much, much bigger field, you know. But, uh, yeah, again, if, if, you, if you're inter- if interested at all, give it a chance. I, I, I think you might get, get hooked on it like a lot of us other people have. I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. I agree with you completely on that. Well, sir, I think we've covered quite a bit here tonight and I, I i cannot thank you enough for taking time out of your your busy schedule and uh us having a little bit of a, a technical glitch actually two technical glitches and i think we've overcome the <laughs> second one um if you're just tuning in my my guest has been is uh frode jernhart from florida who is a huge bulldogs fan and frode i again i cannot thank you enough for coming on I know you were a little apprehensive about this. I've had a blast. I hope you've enjoyed this a little bit as well. Um, oh, it's been a it's been a blast. There's, uh, you know, like the like uh, the Shrek and Donkey. You know, it's it's getting them to shut up. It's the hard part. Once I get talking about footy, so well, well, we're 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 definitely going to be talking more after this is published as well. So and after this is out. So this is you know this is not certainly the end of it at all. And uh, I haven't looked yet to see what round. Uh, the cats and the dogs play, but I'm sure there'll be some discussion going on that week as well. Um, I just, oh yes, yeah, I just all I, civil, I'm sure. Yeah, I no, <laughs> it, it, well, it will be because I don't, you know, I don't, I don't have a, you know, and I think this is, I think you and I are both kind of in the same boat that we came, we came into this game so late in life that we don't have that intrinsic built-in 
hatred for another hate, team. Yes. You know, I <laughs> the, the history of I, the hate. Yes. I, yes you know, yes, I, yes. I've I've been told that I'm not supposed to like Hawthorne. I've been told that by every Cats fan, you're not supposed to like Hawthorne. I said, you know what? I thought I said I can agree with you on that. I thought Ben Stratton was a complete chucklehead last year when he kept pinching uh, Fantasia. I said, but I don't think I can hate the whole team for that. Um, but yeah. you know, but yeah, I uh, but certainly these, get these, it. These, these clubs are so so old. You know, they they've been around for over a hundred years, almost all of them, and. There's there's a lot of pent up animosity. Yes, for sure. exactly. This yeah. has been generations of it, and as you said uh, yeah. earlier, that what was it, sixty two years? You said between between uh, cups. Yeah. yeah, I mean the doggies have been around since eighteen eighty three. Right. You know, so <laughs> right. there's a lot of history. Yep. You know? So, again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my my guest tonight has been Frode Jernhardt. Frode, I again, I cannot thank you enough. Um, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. This has been uh, episode seven of A Yank on the Footy, and I hope that you will share this episode with your friends. Um, thanks for tuning in. Hope you've had a great time. And, Frode, thanks very much, and I hope you have a great rest of your evening. Uh, thank you. You too. It's been a blast. You, you bet. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode number seven of A Yank on the Footy. I hope that you've enjoyed my interview with Frode Jernhardt the greatest Bulldogs fan in the eastern part of the United States. I had a lot of fun with this interview. We had a lot of laughs. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedules to give me a listen. Those of you who have listened since the beginning, I sincerely thank you for tuning in each week. I sincerely thank you for the kind words that you've given me on the Podbean app. I would love to hear more from other people on my Twitter page at yank underscore on or on the Facebook page at a yank on the footy or on Instagram or by email at a yank on the footy at gmail.com. I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to hear your, like I said earlier in the episode, your show ideas because this is a game that we all love that we all appreciate the dedication, the skill set it takes to play it. And you very likely have ideas for shows that I haven't even thought of yet. And ladies and gentlemen, I truly appreciate you listening. I do hope that you consider sharing this podcast with your friends, whether they be footy fans or not. I would love to get more fans of the game. We need more. Okay. And... I sincerely appreciate each and every one of you for taking time to listen. I know there are lots of podcasts out there. I know there are lots of opportunities to consume other kinds of media, and I appreciate you tuning in each week to listen to what I have to say and to listen to the people that I'm interviewing and what they have to say and their views on things. It really, really means a lot, and I cannot thank you enough. Now, that being said, ladies and gents, we may not be fans of the same clubs. We may not cheer for the same players. But deep down, we all have a love for a game. That's the game of footy. And we've all got that in common. And ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for tuning in. And may your dribble kick never hit the post. I'll catch you later.
Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Episode 7 of A Yank on the Footy. Before I wrap up, I would like to thank Mr. Joseph McDade for the use of some of his music using a couple of pieces, Backplate and Elevation. You can find Mr. McDade's music at josephmcdade.com music. Again, Mr. McDade, thank you very much. You've made some fantastic tunes. Ladies and gentlemen, again, this has been Episode 7. You can find my podcast on your favorite podcast hosting site, as well as on the Podbean app, where you can leave me some comments if you choose to do so. I appreciate you tuning in, and I hope you come back next week for our next episode. Thank you very much, and goodbye.